This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Has disappointment led you to believe that God isn't holding up his end of the deal? Today on Better Together, Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Crystal Evans-Hurst, and Christy Wright are joining me to talk about how to replace bitterness with joy. Come on, we need to talk about this. When we talk about our, our, that all the promises God made in Jesus are yes, we talk about learning to make good yeses, I think we should talk about the inevitable disappointment that comes when we start making better yeses because just because God has told you this is a priority mm-hmm. in your life doesn't mean everybody else gets that or even agrees with that. Um, a friend of mine who's a counselor told me not too long ago, she said, Lisa, when you change your dance step, it affects everybody else in your life. Mm-hmm. When you shift from the waltz to the foxtrot, all of a sudden everybody's stepping all up over everybody because the people in your world have gotten used to you moving one way. When you actually are moving in a way that is more God honoring, it still can have negative impact for a season on the people who are used to you dancing for their approval. Mm -hmm. Have y'all experienced that as you're growing more alert to God's voice being louder than anybody else's? Has that caused disappointment, kind of ripple effects in the world around you? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, because I, we play the role. Yeah. And everybody, including me, yeah. is used to the way I do it. And so if I stop doing it that way, not only do they not know what to do, they don't know what to do. The, the, their yeah. own roles. Right. They're right. questioning their own roles. Right. Um, I think as, as I have voice, as I have words, being able to explain that, being able to apologize when that's appropriate, right. but to, to say it's, it's okay for me to, to do it differently and to recognize that their disappointment is not in total my responsibility. Right. If there's a gap left because of That's what good. I'm doing differently, that there's a God who can take care of them. Mm. And if I've been filling a hole and realize that's not a hole I should be filling, mm. when I remove myself, that hole is not necessarily my responsibility. To Absolutely. That's right. I don't have to be the fixer. Yeah. Right. And so trusting God that the same God who is redefining my role can redefine theirs, it takes yeah. a lot of the pressure. Well, it's like yeah. looking at someone to be their answer. Yeah. I'm not right. your answer. Absolutely. I am not yeah. between you and God. Absolutely. Yeah. So you need to get that figured out yourself. You know, right even here at TBN, there's been role changes over the last few years because my father-in-law passed, then my mother-in-law passed, yeah. and now it's our turn. And in, in that it can be messy because your roles do change, and there are things that I shouldn't, you know, Matt will look at me and go, baby, you shouldn't be worrying about that right. anymore. Right. Well, I used to do that, right. but there's others to do that now. Yeah. You're, you shouldn't be right. thinking about, so it can look messy for a while when everyone is in that season of change, and um, but you just have to figure it out. But I think not looking at someone to fi- fill your hole. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Which is major. And I think um, how we do it is important, though, yes. uh, because yeah. you can inadvertently hurt people you don't need to hurt. I sure. mean, I, I like what your therapist said, that you're going to do it <laughs> inevitably, um, but you can either do it with grace yeah. or right. you can Generous. do it uh, harsh. And, uh, you know, right. I, I've <laughs> Like, peace, it. I've been called to a new situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're responsible and Too I'm bad, so yeah. I used to cook five nights a week and now... Yeah, the end. There they go. Yeah. Get your own wings. Like, you can't... Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, there's got to be a way, I yeah. think, as everything uh, shifts. And I think, again, it comes back to a heart attitude. Am sure. I doing this um, right? And you wrestle with it. I think no doubt as your responsibilities at work, I, I look at the seasons in my life and or people that come, I think they're going to intern at A21 or Propel and I think they think they're going to have a quiet time with me every day. And right. I, what's, I'm not even in the same city every day, like ever in my life. Right. So you go, okay, um, I can help to manage some of those expectations ahead of time. But it's sure. some people, it doesn't matter what you say, yeah. like either I'm not going to be there or I can't do it. I think for some of us that do what we do, I probably, and I think without exaggeration, would get asked at least 20 to 30 times a week mm -hmm. to write Mm -hmm. At least uh, blurbs for people, endorsements, endorsements yeah. for books. I mean, that would be yeah. minimum. I'm yeah. thinking if I physically actually did that and my entire global staff did that, we, if we read every one of those That's books and we did yeah. all yeah. of it, I would right. have no to employ would be from hundreds of people <laughs> to just do that. Yeah. And so you go, I already know ahead of time yeah. that a whole bunch of people are about to get disappointed right. um, before I even start. And then some are going to start saying, she either she thinks she's too good for us now or yeah, right. I helped her get there anyway. I mean, you know, yeah. you can hear these right. conversations. So you're going to have to learn to manage right. that um, in your own heart to go, I know this is what they're going to think right. about. Yeah. I know this is what they're going to process. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to, I think the degree to which you can manage that initial awkwardness of that transition is mm -hmm. the degree to which yeah. you're going to then learn to flourish in your next right. season. So with people, I know you're always going to probably disappoint somebody in your life, but you can't be everything to all people. And so there's just some boundaries and some things you just have to say no, no to. And whether that's person's offended and disappointed, your thing is if God is disappointed in you or if your parents or your family. I think that's always first and foremost. What you touched on was disappointment leading to spiritual maturity. Yes. Mm -hmm. That there's an inevitability mm -hmm. that you're not going to get it the way in the same package you thought you were going to get it in. Ultimately, let's just say hypothetically the young women who come to work for you and they think, I'm going to be besties with Christine. We're going to have matching ankle tattoos. It's be <laughs> awesome. And then they realize, oh, goodness, I... She's already she's got the tattoo. In Europe. Yeah, she's <laughs> got a different yeah. person. But she's, she's in Europe for a month doing crusades or what have you. And they have to manage that. But what they ultimately come to is this isn't about being besties with Christine. This is about fulfilling God's call on my right. life. So just in that setting, you go, the disappointment is, I mean, that's, it's actually a beautiful thing. It's a tool God is using to mm -hmm. take them to a place of, of a deeper commitment to Him. I want to go where you go. Have you disappointed God? I want. Let's talk about that. But also, let's talk about where have you seen disappointment in your own life? Mm -hmm. When you go, instead of fighting against this or bemoaning this for too long, when you recognize, like David did, in his faithfulness, yeah. God has afflicted me. Mm -hmm. God didn't right. make all my dreams come true because right. He had bigger, better dreams for me. Where is disappointment? I mean, goodness yeah. gracious, your testimony I would love to is unbelievable. <laughs> from both angles. So right now in my household, there's been a huge shift. Yeah. Um, partially because of some opportunities that God has provided me, um, even to be here with you guys today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of those have to do with my husband and his health. Mm -hmm. And because I've done the whole homeschool, make bread, grow tomatoes in the backyard, all the things, <laughs> Lord have diapering, mercy. all the, all the things. <laughs> so my my family, I mean, literally, because I'm, I'm an achiever, it was like I'm a stay-at-home mom, I'm going to do all the things. <laughs> right. Um, but that has shifted. Right. So what that looks like for my family means 
you know, what y'all are used to me doing, I actually am not doing that anymore or I'm not right. doing it that way or in that mm-hmm. frequency. Um, even for my husband, him relying on me to do a lot of the things and me having to say, I'm so sorry, I would love to do that, but I, I can't because <clears throat> I have these things and then I have to get on a plane. So, I mean, I'm living perpetually in the the shift of roles right, right now mm-hmm. um, for what it looks like to be mom and wife and Crystal in my family. Yes. So to answer the first part of that is to say, I always want them to hear my heart. It goes back to yeah. the, yes, the know of the spirit of a yes. I'm going to say no. I know that I let you down. And to mm. say that, I wish I didn't have to. I know you need me. I'm sorry. But just to leave it, right. to, to yeah. leave it, right. to leave the disappointment. Right. I, can't, I can't fix it. Can't fix it. Um, it's not my job to fix everything. But also on the other side with, yes, feeling like like in some poor choices that I've made throughout my life, because there's been a few. Uh, <laughs> you haven't been a saint? There have been a few. Oh. I mean, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> it's like you said the other day, if all of the rescuing that Jesus did for me had come before I knew Jesus, that would be so great. <laughs> but I've been saved since I was five, so all of the rescuing I've needed has been post-salvation. <laughs> okay. But, but even in that, just say, okay, I've disappointed God, right? right. So I want to I wanna fix that. Yeah. Well, here's the beautiful thing. He doesn't need me to. Totally. It, it's actually already fixed. Jesus did it. <laughs> right. So where I've learned not to fix it with the people I disappoint. Yeah. Okay? yeah. I've also learned that I don't need to fix it with the God of yeah. disappointment. Yeah. 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 Because his fix was done on Calvary. Yes, it yeah. And right. it is constantly flowing the blood of Jesus That's to right. fill any gap that my disappointment right. has left. Yeah. And so receiving that. I don't have to fix it, whether it's people or whether it's Jesus, is the most freeing thing in all the world. And I would have never said this theologically, but emotionally, I felt like pretty much every time God looked at me, he was like, oh, goodness gracious. And then there's Lisa, you know, Lisa who chose the wrong direction, Lisa who drank rum in her Slurpee when she was in high school, Lisa who went out with the wrong guy, Lisa, who had that stuff done to her when he was younger. I spent so many years trying to be good enough for God. I would preach the grace of the gospel, but I would always try to be a better girl so that I could somehow make up for the ways that I disappointed God. Um, I'm, I'm astounded that God did not take His Spirit from me, how patient He's been with me in proving that I'm not a disappointment, to him, I never was a disappointment to him. He grieved over the uh, the things that were done to me when I was a little kid and the things I chose to do when I should have known better. He, he grieved over that separation. I've never been a disappointment to God. He is always delighted in me because that's his character. Something I've had to overcome to get to where I am today, which sounds ironic since I am intense and hardworking and go-getter and all that, is just complete self-reliance. I think I've always really depended on myself, of what I can do and my work and my ideas. And if I can just try hard enough, I can get to where I want to be. And there's some truth to hard work produces fruit. But in all my self-reliance, I have missed what it looks like to completely depend on God. And so overcoming that, and it's a continual process, overcoming complete self-reliance has been something that has been a learning curve and a process um, over my life. We want you to join the conversation. Please follow us on social media and let's get better together. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. But I agree when, you know, you said, has God ever disappointed you? I think that's the unspoken thing um, mm. many of us oh, have that you, are, yeah. you, mm. you feel like you sort of know as a Christian, I'm not supposed to think that. Right. Right. Um, but if something, you know, someone you prayed right. for died and didn't mm -hmm. get healed, right. um, right. marriage that you were believing for God to mm -hmm. restore wasn't restored, perhaps an opportunity, um, you know, whatever. There could be right. a, 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 what do you do? <clears throat> and how I think how we navigate and talk mm. about how we would, honestly say, God, I, I feel you disappointed me. You That's let right. me down. That's like right. that, that is a, um, a lot of people, I think, carry the pain of that through That's their Christian right. sure. life. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, think, I think fear of disappointment, if you've been disappointed in the past by God, which I think we all have, like yeah. in the life of faith, you're going to, because yeah. you have an expectation and, you know, well, or, or even just. the glass dimly. Yeah. We can't see, we can say, we can confess he's always good. Right. Our minds are not redeemed enough right. to recognize to he's always And to good. feel that. Yeah. And I think a fear of disappointment keeps a lot of us, especially I've felt this even in the last like six months, from a life of bold faith. Yeah. And so I was, um, it was maybe like four months ago, I was in church and I was just praying and it was about something that I was praying for that I can't control. And so I was just praying. I was like, but Lord, I just need, I just kept saying this. It just sounds so funny in hindsight, but in the moment it feels so real. It's, yeah. These intentions yeah. are so good. I was like, Lord, I just need to guard my heart. I just need to guard my heart. I don't need to get my hopes up. I need to guard my heart. I can't control that. And I felt the Lord say, you never guard your heart with me. Mm -hmm. Right. You guard your heart with other Absolutely. people. You never guard your heart Absolutely. with me because I know what to do with every desire I've yeah, given you. That's right. And I know what to do with every broken piece when you're let down. Right. And it was like this breakthrough moment Powerful. for me yeah. to yeah. realize that I was letting fear of disappointment keep me from yeah. taking my honest, bold yeah. faith right. desires to the right. feet of Jesus and saying, this is what I want and your will be done, but you right. know my heart. So let's just right. go ahead and both acknowledge what I want yeah. you know, right. and be bold about that. But I think we're, we want to pad ourselves and protect ourselves and put up these walls to say, right. to protect me from being disappointed. I don't really care, but we do care. Yeah, right. Do. But that's because we don't have the the bird's eye view of right. Right. So we don't have right. God's view right. because right. he sees all of eternity and right. we see right, right now, right, right here, today. Right. And that's why these conversations are so important. Disappointment has caused me to be angry with God, but I think the great thing in that is that I feel close enough to God to be angry with Him. I feel close enough to Him to be honest about my anger. I remember when I applied for this job, this was like, 12 years ago, and it was the right next step for me in my mind. I was so qualified for it. Every sign in the interview process was like, I was gonna get this job. It was like, there was no one else that was even close to you know, my qualifications and the relationships I'd built. It was the next logical step. Everything everybody was saying was like, oh my gosh, this is the next move. It was within my company, but it was a promotion. And I was hanging everything on this job, and I didn't get this job. And there was no reason in the world that I could see that I didn't get this job. And I remember laying on my couch, and I was a couple years out of college, but I just remember crying and being like, I'm so mad at you. Why would you set me up for disappointment? Why would you make me think I was gonna get it? Why would you get my hopes up? And I was just so mad, but I was also so honest about the fact that I was mad. Now, of course, in hindsight, that was not the right job, and God had a better job, and all the things, like we're talking about disappointments. I'm not talking about tragedies. That's a completely different conversation. But if you're talking about a disappointment, you had an expectation and God didn't meet your expectation, that's really what it's about. It's about your expectation. 
It's not about God's disappointment. It all roots in your expectation, your ideas about the best of your life. And that's what I love about scripture where it says more than we can ask or imagine. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has in store for those who love him. So when God doesn't meet my expectation, I now know as a more mature Christian, I don't have to get mad about it. I was like, oh, cool. That means you've got something better than that. My expectation was here and you've got something better that my mind can't conceive. Awesome. I can't wait to find out what that is. Honestly, while it does boil down to faith, if where I am, I'm weak in mind, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let me borrow yours. Totally. Yeah, that's so good. Right. That's where it talks about we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word, of our, the word of our testimony. If I can't see how He's going to work all this together right. for my good, tell me your story. Mm. That's right. So I can hear yeah. how He works right. all things together for you that can hold me over a little bit. I mean, yeah, I have right. a kid who I prayed. I took him to the altar. We prayed over him the, the whole situation, the oil and all of that. And God did not do what I wanted him to do. Mm, yeah. He did not fix the thing I wanted him to fix. Mm. With hindsight being 2020, there are a lot of things I can see God did do, right? Yeah. So now that, that faith journey, yeah. while he didn't fix that one thing, mm -hmm. that faith journey seeing what good did come and right, how God yeah. doesn't waste anything. Because right now there's a lot of other things that I'm disappointed with. God, you know, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. that you answer these prayer requests. Yeah. But if you don't, mm. Yeah. My yeah. history of faith with you says, even That's though right. I don't know how you're going to work it That's out, right. I can trust you. That's right. That's right. Well, and grieving what you hope for, what you hope what for. didn't allow. Because he can handle it. That's right. Yeah, I mean, you see that all through Scripture. It drives me crazy that we don't sometimes see where the saints who've gone before us were honest about their disappointment totally. with God. Right, right. They said, I don't get this. I don't understand you. The <laughs> question that's asked the most often in the Psalms is, how much longer do I have to walk through this, yeah. Lord? I mean, there was, I mean, bold disappointment in Scripture. I love that you mentioned and the Psalms because David was a man after God's own heart. Man he after God's own heart. Super honest. But over yeah. and over and over again <laughs> said, I don't get this. I don't get it, but this I is trust hard. you. I trust you. <laughs> yep. And sometimes he didn't get to I trust you for a while. For a while, and it's okay. Sometimes he said, I don't I don't want it to be like Torch this. my enemies. But you are faithful. Day he was born, but he doesn't yeah. curse God. And I think sometimes yeah. what I've tried to teach my little girl, and I certainly am not trying to put myself in the metaphorical heavenly parent role. Oh, go ahead. But because I'm an older mom and I've, yeah. Goodness gracious, I've seen so many mistakes in my own heart and mind. I would have just been a train wreck had I been a mom earlier. One of the things I've noticed from my friends who are great moms, inclu including y'all, is they give their kids a voice. And so I'm the authority. If there's just two votes, my vote wins. Yes. But she has a vote. She yeah. has a voice. And so <laughs> Missy will often go, Mama, that, I don't like that. I don't like that you did that. When before she even had English, when she could just speak Creole, we had one of those little things mm -hmm. that have the faces with the emotions attached to the face. And I would say, how do you feel? And she'd go, it was almost always mad. <laughs> mad. I'm mad because whatever. I didn't yeah. let her have mac and cheese all three meals or she didn't yeah. have more time than I had or whatever it was. But we would talk through it. And the more she talked, the more I would see all that disappointment, anger, frustration just dissipate from her precious little body because she'd go, my mama cares about me. It mm -hmm. wasn't even that she got her way as she much as be she heard. knew I was safe. She wanted to be heard. And so when you say we listen to each other, I'm like, absolutely. But and I think God wants to God. hear that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We go to God as our Heavenly yeah. Father and yeah. go like Job did. 
I'm dying here. He can like take David it. Did, so. I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally, sad. Totally. And if we'll really listen to what he says, C.S. Lewis says, sometimes they didn't even talk. Mm -mm. Sometimes you receive a no answer from heaven, but it's not without compassion. Mm -hmm. It's as if he's saying, peace, child. Mm -hmm. Right. You don't understand. Mm -hmm. And I think if we will go to the Lord even yes. more than we go to each other, <laughs> yeah. there is, even in the disappointment, there's that sense that ultimately, Ultimately, all will be well, and I can lean into his chest yes. and be held even when I don't understand. Yeah. Sometimes the ultimate way that I know I've trusted God is because I stopped talking about it, because I stopped trying to control it and moving the pieces or people around, and because when it wakes me up in the middle of the night, rather than sitting, it, sitting up, <laughs> and allowing it to keep me up, I remind my mind and my heart that I've given it away and keep doing that until my body decides to cooperate and I go back to sleep. Trust means you have it and I don't have to. I think a lot of people that profess not to believe in God Actually, what they harbor is a disappointment because somewhere along the line, they pray to prayer that they don't feel God answered. And I actually think a lot of believers live with this angst and this inner turmoil of resentment because they feel somewhere along the line, God let them down. If we don't talk about that and we don't resolve that internally, then we are not gonna believe God for what He has for us in the future. So I think that was a very important conversation. Have you missed an episode of Better Together? You can download the TBN app and stream the latest episodes. There's that side, the emotional side of the Lord handling it. I'm thinking of, um, remember the, the two uh, disciples or what? on the road to Emmaus. Cleopas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so disappointed. And yeah. Like yeah. Jesus, because sometimes you can get yeah. wallow in your disappointment. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like right here and you're yeah, like right. And he let them. I'm thinking so many things in my life, as painful as that disappointment was, when I look at like mm -hmm. what has, what other opportunities opened up, what other appointments right. opened up, right. um, you go, well, I wanted this. <laughs> and you get, now I've got plenty that I don't understand yeah. as well. So yeah, I don't want, sure. yeah. some people will sure. go, you, you, we're just going to go to the grave. Where right. You go, yeah. right. I don't understand, but I trust you. So yeah. there's, there's, there's going to be those things. And I just have chosen, sure. I'm going to trust that my God is good sure. and does good even when I don't get it. Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's faith. I think that's faith Absolutely. more than, you know, you Absolutely. just go, that's Absolutely. the faith realm. And we're all going to have those things. But I think we're going to equally have a great number of things <laughs> where we're going to go, oh, wow. I'm so glad you disappointed me there. I think when our greatest disappointments happen, we've got to look back at the faithfulness of God. We've got to remember that, you know, this too shall pass. Um, you know, I recently had a, a huge disappointment, just blindsided by something that just was a huge disappointment. And I wanted God to deal with it one way and God in His sovereignty chose to deal with it in another way. But the thing, I think I've been able to get over it a lot quicker because as I look back over 30 years, I go, you know what, Chris, he's never left you. He's never forsaken you. And there have been some other big things in your life that you didn't think you would get through. You thought it was gonna kill you. You thought it was gonna be the end and God got you through. And you know what, Chris, the same God that got you through that is the same God that's gonna get you through this. Yeah. You realize that the disappointment was right. actually divine. Yeah, yeah. absolutely so. divine. And that our peace doesn't come with getting our questions answered. Mm -hmm. You may never get right. that. Why did this happen? Why wasn't my son he healed? That's not where our peace comes. That's not where our disappointment dissipates. 
our peace and our disappointment dissipating come in the presence of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And time and truth walk hand in hand. You walk with Him long enough, you look back over your life and go, I've never seen His back. Yeah. yeah. He's always been present with me. He's always faithful, even yeah. when we're disappointed. He's uh-huh. still faithful. Let me pray for all of us today. I'm going to pray for you and for me. So, Father, I just pray today, God, that we are willing to be molded and shaped and formed. And God, help us not to complain. Help us not to murmur. Lord, help us to trust in you through every tragedy, through everything we go through, God. I pray that you help us have our faith strong. Help us to recall the Word of God and what you have to say over our lives, who you say we are, what we are in you, Father. Help us to proclaim each and every day that we are the righteousness of God in Christ. God, that we're overcomers. You have made us to overcome. Father, and I love that about you, and I thank you for that. Lord, help us all today see who we are in Christ. See, see each other through God's eyes and the way you view everybody, Father. And we just praise and we worship you today in Jesus' name. Amen.